0: Hello and welcome to a slightly different podcast this week. My name is James and today I am pleased to be joined by the Bristol United First Team Manager, John Gilbertson. John, how are you, mate? I'm not too
1: bad, thank you, James, and yourself?
0: Very well, thank you. Thanks for asking. Now, when I do the and Football Club podcast, we always start by doing a mental health and wellbeing check. And I always ask, because I know people like this on the podcast, I always ask my guests how they are on a scale of 1 to 10. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how are you?
1: Um, I'd say a good, strong 8, eight. in this precise time Yeah, um, in a good place.
0: That's good. That's, that's always nice to hear that you're in a good place. And um, I'm probably I'm probably about an 8. I was a bit down earlier on in the week, but with the weekend approaching and football on the horizon, that that always helps. And, Absolutely. Uh, we've got England tomorrow night first, haven't we? So that, that should be yeah. interesting tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, a nice Friday night game to watch before the weekend starts.
0: That's it, mate. Can't beat it, can you? Can't beat it. Yeah. So, obviously, as I said on the intro, you're the first team manager for Bristol United. Um, yes. Can you give us a bit of an overview of the club and where you are and how the season so far is going?
1: Yeah, so it's um, it, we're a new club. Uh, that's a new last season. So this is our second um, going into our second season as a club. So um that's it. It's, it's a it's a brand new club from sort of that aspect. And um yeah, it's uh it's 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 a family club. Um it's three of us. I'm the first team manager myself, but yeah. I co co own the club with two other people, with uh Sam Morgan and Ashley Tamlin. So the three of us owns the club and we do everything sort of um the the operational running of the club between us. And um Ash, who's, is, is the assistant manager as well. So he's involved on match days. Sam Morgan, who's the one third owner, he's, he's still playing. So we're involved in sort of all aspects, um, from the sort of operational point of the club, but also on game days, we're all involved through, uh, sort of managing assistant manager and, uh, and current players. So yes, it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a great sort of 18 months for us, um, since we first started the club. A um, lot of young players, um, which we've sort of taken on and, and, and sort of molded, and, and still coaching and still developing. And um, last season was it was a good season. We missed out down- narrowly in our first season of getting promotion by a point.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, sort of big things expected of us this year, like from from within the club. Um, and it started off it started off okay at the moment. Uh, we've played four which we've won one, drew one and lost two. So it, not not the start we'd, being honest, not the start we'd hoped for. No. But are very sort of early days in games and hand at the moment. So um, we've had a bit of bad luck in terms of long-term injuries, losing players and stuff like that, it's just which they're sort of gradually coming back to fitness now. So we're hoping that we start to, uh, to push on now as the, as the sort of season cracks on with getting players back and start getting better um, results to take us up to where we want to be, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen, obviously, your, your social media um, prod, produce, I don't know if that's the right word, it, it's quite substantial, isn't it? I mean, you're on you're on YouTube quite a lot, which I've watched most of the games. Actually, I think I've watched them all so far on YouTube, yeah. Um, which obviously isn't the same as being there, I appreciate that but um, needs must. And it, it always makes for a good Monday night viewing. Um, it's, it's, sort, it's sort of like my Monday night football, without, but without Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville. Um, but, but no, it's, it's, it's good. And um, like you said, you play four games in the league so far. I believe you're currently 13th in the league. Yes. You play in the Bristol District Division 4, if I'm not mistaken?
1: We do, yes. As a, as a new club, obviously, we have to start um, sort of on our league application. Um, Start. It starts at the bottom. Um, it was Division Five last year, but they condensed it and made bigger divisions this year. So we're um up in sort of Division Four. Um, but yeah, sort of starting starting at the bottom and looking to work our way up. Progress. But even though even it really though you is. say
0: even though you say it's the bottom, we I mean, looking, looking at the table. It's obviously a, it's still a very competitive league, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, it is. It absolutely is, and and I think what um sort of surprised me um coming sort of into that league last year you would just naturally assume division four or division five as it was last year was probably the bottom league in terms of standards as well but um what you quickly sort of suss out there's a lot of new clubs every year some clubs are brand new clubs like ourselves some clubs are being relocated from other leagues and it ain't necessarily um a sort of true reflection of that 's the bottom say twenty clubs in the Bristol and district because it 's not because they 're there for a reason because they 're starting afresh in a few clubs last year um, they they sort of uh, absolutely sort of probably should be playing two or three divisions higher than they actually are, but you're, you're put there and that's where you have to start. So
0: yeah, 100%. Yeah. It,
1: I think you look at some of the sites in division four and you think prob perhaps really, if you sort of uh, put in the att- attributes over, a over the, uh, the four divisions, you'd probably bump two or three clubs up a division or two because that would be more their skill set, more their level. But so division four, I think division three and division two, one is probably a truer reflection of the ability of the teams but division four isn't always uh, necessarily like that.
0: No, and like, and like you said you you've got to go where you're you're put, haven't you? But I mean yeah. I like I said I watched the yeah. game last weekend you played Hangrave eighty eight and yes. free 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 draw. Um yes. I watched the game the other night and I mean just by watching the first half I think you're two one up at half the time um the the goals that you scored, that your team scored, two of them were absolute quality strikes. And i, I yeah, actually so... I actually tweeted that the free kick i mean it was it was worthy of a much higher level than um where where you are and that's not that's not that's not meant disrespectfully. It was a hell of a free kick,
1: Yes. well, we got a few sort of stars and players and and, and a team like this. sort of as, with a young team you you're gonna get this sometime, but like it' was tom blake who who, who scored a yeah. free kick and scored actually two goals that game and had a a crack in sort of first sixty minutes um mm-hmm. But we got two. We got probably three or four players, which were probably a little bit fortunate to have, um, because they they should be playing at all your standard. And as a team, sometimes because it's such a young team, our average age is probably around about twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Um, at times, you'll see us in sometimes, like in the either as pre-season or in the leads, when it clicks for us. Being a young team, we're we're superb. Um, and and really sort of go motoring and and Saturday was a a fine example of that, the first half we played very well, Um, not at our best but played very well and then second half um, not so much so it's the sort of Jekyll and I performance, what you've got to expect sometimes with such a young team learning to play together and learning their sort of trade as footballers, like you do get um, situations (laughs) sometimes, it's not always so straightforward but no, lot like, well, like you, you have really good players
0: there there's no There's no such thing as losing at that age it is is it is all learning isn't it you know you, you I, I put on twitter the other night about about bitten when they played the other night I said you enjoy the wins, but you learn from the losses, don't you and I think that's the most important thing
1: it is absolutely and i I'm a big believer in that in our pre season game i mean I know most clubs probably play somewhere between four and six. Pre season games, and I think we've approached the last two seasons with 16 pre season games. We've got a big squad. And, um, like this, this year we were in the Fry's Cup, the Philwood Cup tournament, yeah. where we're playing sides we shouldn't even be on the same pitch as in terms of league standings. And, um, but I'm a big believer there's, as long as you're of a positive mindset, you're going to learn. You're only going to learn by playing better players and better teams. And, I mean, we had a really good cup run and made it to the semi-finals of the Fry's Cup, which yes. nobody gave us a chance to to sort of reach that stage. And and but yeah, there's there's incredible learnings to be had by playing players um, and teams. What's better than you? You you don't learn much by winning ten nil playing a, a a poor standing <laughs> team. <coughs> no, there's agree. not much learnings there. And no, with the, with my team how young they are, um, it's about the bigger picture over the next one, two, three years, really. Yeah, and
0: it, it does I mean, it, it does seem to me, and like I said, I, I, in all honesty, as you know, I've only watched games on YouTube. I'm coming to yeah. watch the game on Saturday, which I'm really looking forward to meeting you and looking forward to everything on Saturday. Um, but it does seem, from everything I've seen on YouTube, with the videos you do and, and the silly videos you do with like, the dizzy penalties and the, um, all the other challenges you've done, like you, you've done a few pre-season ones, which were a bit. They were silly, but they were good and, and it seems like you've got a good team spirit, which again is crucial, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And it's, it's something I said to the, to my lads and sort of right at the beginning, before we even actually played our first game In good players will win games. Um, but to win titles, to win cups, it's not so much about the great players. It's about a great team and a great team spirit and the squad depth of 20, 22, 23 players. Like a team, don't win you the league. A squad will. Yeah. And we've put a lot of emphasis and focus on that. We we have socials sort of every six weeks, whether it's a cards night, a skittles night, a quiz, going out for a meal, go downtown, whatever it may be. Yeah. We keep the players close, and there's a genuine bond. You can see running right throughout our club, and it doesn't happen easily. Um, but you have to keep working at that to create that togetherness and one team and it's, it's certainly a huge focus of ours and and you can see it, it sort of especially last season that really paid off for us when we it was, not, it was not a good aside last year as we are this year but we were getting results going on seven eight gun games or win streaks and what got us through that is that togetherness and that sort of team unity
0: yeah no, definitely and like, and like I said it massively massively does come across well on um on on the videos that you put up on YouTube, so um, I, I suppose it it's, well, it's, have, a, it's we, a job well done, isn't
1: it? It is, and, and I mean, make no bones, this is not all sort of just strategy of we do this for that reason. It's a good laugh doing it as well, from for as as us free club owners and and sort of management, but we're all players, like whether I'm an ex-player now, but you enjoy that bond and that sort of togetherness what you get and it, and it, we have a good laugh doing it it's not always about just done for a youtube video or for this social media channel we enjoy doing it whether yeah, it's, you, genu-
0: you genuinely enjoy doing it don't you yeah
1: yeah so it's um yeah it's better sitting at home watching these tenders <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i used to love these tenders but not anymore um no well, you just mentioned as well that um you're an ex-player just for the listeners on this podcast Can you just give us a bit of background for yourself when you're like
1: playing? Yeah, so yeah, so I've played. I mean, I'm I'm 48 now, so um, I played a a long, long time at at different levels for different teams, and um, I sort of retired from football um probably around about sort of 28 to 30. I had a sort of a, I'm I'm basically I'm blind in one eye and sort of told any bangs to the head like I could lose the sight and I was Mm -hmm. getting. I got hit in a temple and knocked out with a football in a game and in every game I was playing I was ending up with sort of like after effects of a concussion and I just decided to sort of walk away and just call it a day basically. <laughs> um, so I retired ran about, ran about 30 which is like a sort of bit earlier still played football but retired from like proper football and then when I sort of reached 42 I got four sons, my boys, and they, they, they was all playing for a team. And I think they were being kind, but they said, dad, why don't you come along training? You're probably, you're just, you're good enough to get into our side. And I was thinking they're sort of, not sort of nice, kind words from your, <laughs> from your sons. But I did go to training one week. Um, and I've suffered a quite sort of bad injuries about a couple of operations on my right knee and, um, uh, playing five a side at 40, i I uh, went into a, a a challenge um and fractured my kneecap, snapped my ligament and done cartilage damage on my good knee. So that was just five aside um at forty, but then forty-two I ended up going back training for one session with my boys. Yeah. And lo and behold after all of that I ended up signing on and coming out of retirement at it, it 42 and played a couple of seasons for for um, a um side which was what it was called cross court. And uh, there was a, a a poor, poor side. But what I liked about it, one, I didn't think I really missed football, but I did. Yeah. So being a a sort of fat old man at the time, <laughs> of forty two coming out of retirement wasn't wise. But I enjoyed it and I had a couple of years playing. And that's how really Bristol United started because, the last season there, I knew then that it was sort of forty four, it was just too old you you can't be playing football with at that age really so they asked me to stay on as manager and it was a it was a it was a funnily run club and it was it was all over the place but that club ended up folding that season and like I said even though it was a we were bottom of the league getting beat each week and the players you become mates with them and when it all ended I thought well that's finally it as me done for football and then we had a conversation with my, myself and Ash and and out of the sort of ashes of the old football team came the, we said should we should we do it ourselves and and, and Bristol United was born. Oh fair play. So okay. it started just over a, a, a conversation with my boys saying come along the train and me thinking yeah I'll go along and and the sort of rest is history and now we're with Bristol United, um, and a new sort of, some existing players from, from that old team, but new sets of players, new sort of individuals as well have joined us and, um, yeah, and it's, it's, that's how it's just no great plan. That's how it's unfolded and, and here we are. So you
0: haven't been tempted to put your boots on for Bristol United, have you?
1: Well, I play, I have played a couple of games, um, oh, have you? and I played, I decided in a pre-season game, I decided it would, I'm sort of 48 now and I thought I'll have um, I'll have one final game in <laughs> our sort of set. I think it was our first or second pre-season friendly. And all four of my sons played for the side as well. So that was a nice moment for me to actually go out. And probably I should imagine it hasn't been done many times in history for a father to be on the football pitch playing with four sons in the same side. So five no, I was, definitely not, no. um, that was a, a nice honour for me. And I had it in mind, this was going to be my retirement game. Yeah. And, uh, it was great because we won the game. I think we won eight or nine nil and I managed to, to score <laughs> on my, uh, finale on my final game and, and just concentrate on management now. But oh, I am do. registered as a player in case it's an emergency, but, <laughs> um, I took a few free kicks at training. The other night, and I can't walk since. So um, oh, okay, I think right. my playing days is, is is they're done.
0: It sounds like it might be best to um yeah. to leave it there, mate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the well,
1: I still tell we... all the players I'm the best, and I'll show <laughs> them how to do it. But um when they say go on then, then I, that's when I struggle. Yeah,
0: <laughs> just try and call their bluff for you know. But um yeah, absolutely. No, that's that's good, mate. That's good, and um, it's good that. It's it's never good when a club falls like the previous team did, but at least something good to come out of it. So um, yeah, it's always nice to see um, progress being made at, at football clubs in, in the local area, which you definitely yeah. are doing that. And and just so people know, you play at Imperial Sports Ground.
1: We do, yeah.
0: And West Ham yeah. Lane, yeah. And your home games are always on. You always play on a Saturday afternoon, don't you? Two o'clock kickoff. That's correct, uh, whether yes. you're home or away is always a two o'clock, two o'clock kickoff in that league. Um, yes, yeah. You have, um, like I said, you've got social media channels which you promote all the time as well, which, which obviously every club does it now. There's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Your YouTube video, if people searching uh, YouTube, if they search Bristol United. I think you're the first ones that come up and they can subscribe to all your channels. Um, obviously, you've got a Twitter account um i don't know if you've got facebook instagram have you got all that
1: yeah we've we got everything in it's um yeah. well it's something like i said we're we're sort of two parts to the club really we're the we're the football club and the football team but um between sort of myself sam and, and ash we've got the business side of the club as well what we do want to grow over the and we're very ambitious but we do want to grow over the next sort of five ten years and Quickly identifying this day and age marketing, <laughs> um, it is through social media and obviously massive, there's isn't it? It
0: is money
1: to be earned on, on YouTube and, and, and all the others like Facebook, TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and all of those. And so we, we've looked at it as a different entity and what can we do to market the club? And, and we've done, like I said, podcasts of our own video podcasts. And yeah. like I said, the 20 questions, there's, um, I I'd sort of interview myself in the car each week, which seems to be popular. People want to sort of listen to what I'm saying, sort of build up to a game, post-game. Yeah, I, mean, um, I, I
0: watch them. And I watch I watch the ones you do before and I watch them after, but I usually watch them after I've watched the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, So yeah. Which is kind of pointless, I suppose, but, um, but I enjoy them. Um, and I think it's good for people to sort of see the... Um, it's sort of like the emotions in a thought process that you go through as a manager rather than just seeing you stood on the side of a pitch Do you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah because it is all all encompassing to being a manager like you're passionate about it and and everything you're doing you're sort of building it up towards the week we're not we know we're bristol united in division four but at the same time there isn't a lot of difference in your thought processes. A Liverpool or a Man United in the Premier League, we know we're not saying we're them, but you, I want to win just as much as Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, wants of course to win you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's That's not just me. That's every club, isn't it? Like yeah. whether you're a player or a manager, you see us all on the sidelines. The managers um, sometimes shouting like idiots, <laughs> sometimes getting in a heated debate. But it's, it's passion. As yeah. soon as the game's ended, we're all shaking hands and, and having a. A, a sort of cup of tea in the bar afterwards, but That's right, it's, um,
0: I think if you, if you haven't got that passion, then it's not—it's not. I wouldn't say pointless is the right word, but it, it, without a passion, you haven't got the the hunger to succeed, have you?
1: Yes, no, absolutely, and I think is well, it's a big part of any sport or any competition, and it's um, we got that as owners as well. From like I said, the other side of the part of the club of of growing it, we want to sort of we got big plans of. Purchasing a ground at some point and getting our own ground and, and and sort of having the business side of the club. So there's we're really really ambitious in like this year is a team only sort of coming into their second year, like purchasing the video cameras and showing all our games. Like we're, I think that sort of shows the level of ambition we've got to um, to sort of progress this club go so, over the years.
0: What's your ambition for this season?
1: This season is promotion. Yep. Um, I think it's it's a is a big ask. Um, it's definitely a big ask because of the where we've come from and the the age of the players. But I see my players. I've seen been involved in football for most of my life. I know football. Um, and when I look at my team and I know what they're capable of, um, promotion is absolutely right. That should be the ambition this year. You also have to, have to be realistic. And it's not like a, it's this season or bust. If it's not this season. It'll be next season, and it will. App- it's going to happen because you can see the quality of some of these young lads, and that then the progression from now, the eighteen months ago to now, is huge. Um, and they're going to get there if they keep doing the right things, if they keep listening, practicing, and staying together. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll be this season, and that's the target. But if it's not, We'll learn, we'll take on all the positive and learn from the negatives and, and go for it next year. But, yeah, fair um, I mean,
0: look at, looking at your league, I mean, I've got I've got the league in front of me You've got uh, Wick Saturday, um, our top 15 points. Then you've got Partnall, Hengrove 88, Bristol Boys, Shasbury, Crusade, Brislington Reserves, Made Forever Reserves, Hannam Athletic, AFC Mangotsfield, Real, St. George Reserves, Redfield Rovers. I don't know why I'm going through all of them, but I am now. Greyfars Athletics, Lion Reserves. And FC United of the Eight Reserve. So you've got some decent teams in there, haven't you? I mean, they absolutely. They probably all have the same ambition, but yeah, I think I think it's only right that you share that ambition with them as well.
1: Well, it is, and I think with with what we what we have, um, and I think always gives us a chance in 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 football. You need eleven <laughs> players. You need the entire squad. Mm. But we got last year. We had uh, the league's top scorer, or the joint top scorer, and Josh. Yeah. Um. And I thought he had a bit of an average season. So I know that is a is a capable of. He's capable of getting thirty plus goals a year. So if you've got a goal scorer, it gives you a chance.
0: It always up with me. What,
1: <laughs> what we've what we also got, and you've seen like from the videos, we got Tom Tom Blake, and Tom's a little bit in Josh's shadow sometimes, and. Josh uh, Tom Blake himself is a fifteen to twenty goal a year striker, yep. and then we've got a, we've discovered a new one now with George being up front. Uh, George PC yeah, yep. scored yep. eight in four games, so that gives us when you can score goals, you always got a chance. Hundred percent. And what we've got, we got we have got a top goalie in Reese Um and it sort of it amazes me sometimes with some of the saves he, he makes in we get a lot of comments. Um, should be playing at higher level. We got we got good players. We got like I said, Sam Morgan, who's the who plays like Sam's thirty two, thirty three now, but he is he's the experienced head in our side. We got Callum, who's our captain at twenty two. He's turning into a, like he's all of a sudden he's a new level this year. So when you see things like that, and there's other players I'm not going to mention every little single yeah, yeah, player, yeah. but when you can score goals when you've got a bit of experience, yes. when you can be under the cost or got a goalie you can make world class saves, yeah, you're gonna have a chance of it's, it's a good combination, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's um that's why I'm I'm sort of confident of this year and if it's not this year, it'll be next year. Um because players are developing um yeah, certainly at a good rate.
0: Yeah, and no, I like that a lot. I like that. Um just one last thing on your league, or two things actually. Is it one up, is it one goes up? Two, two, two goals up. up. Right, OK, right, that's good. And then what's happened to Stokeside first?
1: I don't know. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my answer. I'm, I'm I don't know. know. I'm, guessing, I'm
0: guessing they folded, haven't they? They must have done. I,
1: they, they must have done, yeah. They're they're in the league, but yes. Um, they, yeah, haven't they, played, they, they haven't played must any must games. They so
0: got Everything on their stats is um, zero, so they must have folded.
1: I don't deal with all the communications from the league, and that's Ash, but Ash would report that back to me. But unless there's something drastic happened where their pitch might be unplayable... But even there, I they would have played a couple it, of games, yeah. away
0: games by you'd, now, you'd, wouldn't they? You'd yeah. think so, yes. Let, let's assume they folded, which is a shame if they have folded, but, but it does yeah. very much look like they have. Um, right, so in terms of the club, obviously you said you've got the football side, you've got the business side. You also do quite a bit for charity as well, don't you?
1: we do um yeah we've had a couple of big events um and we just had our sort of biggest yet our summer event which originally got postponed because of the British summer yeah (laughs) um and we've we've got it by rain on the second one but um yeah we partner with certain charities of of our choice um and i think it was a great one in the summer it was the southwest uh children's um hospice which is is a fantastic charity and um We raised a a lot of, a lot of money from, um, from local businesses, um, from people on the day. And yeah, we had just put a sort of like a summer sort of fair, um, where there was a load of things going on, stalls, games for children's and stuff like that. So that was a really successful day. And it's, it's not just about showing the club in a good light and being for social media. We generally want to. Help people where we can make a difference and raise money. And oh yeah, I mean, we, I don't think
0: anybody's going to knock that for a second. I mean, you raised seven, just over seven hundred and eighty-four quid. For, yeah, for them, yeah. and you, you, no one's going to knock that already. Let's be honest, you know. No,
1: and, and we've we've know, we started the podcast with sort of mental health, and I know it's not quite mental health, but we're looking at that. We've got another um, charity event coming up in I think it's the twenty Sunday to twenty-sixth of November, and this is the um, the Alzheimer's in football. And we've got a eight hour game of football. So it's going to be a constant, um, game of football of, of lasting eight hours and looking right. for sort of sponsors and donations on that. But we, we, we sort of mind we, we plumped for Alzheimer's in football this time, but I know it's yeah. sort of mental health. So a big one for us as well. And we'll be doing some up in the, in the sort of, in the future, probably 2024 as well for that. But yeah, we're, I, we're, I, I personally your, think that.
0: Promote promoting mental health can't be done enough. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Like every, everybody has mental health, and yeah. everybody and everybody at some point suffers from mental health. And I, I expect you saw it. Did you see the Norwich City video this week? I did. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! You know, I, I watched it, and and I got to be honest, I, I I I was crying watching it. You know, it's just yeah, it was such a powerful message, a simple message, but such a powerful message. And well, um, uh- yeah, I think it's got the recognition that it deserves. That video.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen it doing the the rounds in a lot of football league clubs, amateur clubs, professional clubs, sharing it and rightly so. And it's yeah. um, I said, I mean, we had two choices. We were all doing the, the Alzheimer's in football and, and mental health, and it didn't really sort of matter too much which way around it went. But we we decided on the Alzheimer's this time, and then the 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 future event will be. But it's going to be a rolling program for the club. We class ourselves as a community club, and what we have on the our ambitions going forward of getting bigger it's all going to be based around the community things with uh, women's football with children's football of all ages reserves so the veterans walking football this is what we want to do and be involved in the community as well and uh, charities like i said it's a it's a thing we're we all we're all affected by, or know somebody is affected by all these different charities, and it's I mean, what well, any they're all worthy causes to support. And, definitely, um, mate. Definitely, yeah. yeah the, and we're happy like, to do that.
0: Like I said, no one's going to knock that at all. So, well done for doing all that. It's just um, a big credit to the club. Um, yeah. Back to the football, just to finish. Last weekend you drew three three. Um, this weekend you are away at Made Forever Reserves. Um, that's yep. a two o'clock kickoff at Subby Playing Fields, which is in Kingswood. Um, how are you feeling ahead of the game?
1: Feeling confident. Um, we've got um, we got one or two knocks and, and, and one or two away this week on on holiday, so it sort of gives us a missing a couple of players. But that's all point of having a strong side and I think a strong squad, and I think we have a strong squad. So. I'm confident going um, into that game because it's uh for the reasons we just said earlier, like I know we could have a second half like we did last week and not play so well, even with those good players, but it's, it's overcoming that. And if we play sort of like a good strong six or seven out of 10, what we're capable of, um I think we're a match for, for any side in our league and, and sort of divisions above us. So, um, I'm always confident, um, and I, I, we're, we're just sort of turning that corner. We started the first couple of games with a lot of players on holiday and our goalie was away and, and we've sort of dropped points. And I think it was a bit of a blow because I think the lads were thinking we're just going to probably go out and win most games and, and remain undefeated the all season. And it's a little bit of a blow when it doesn't start, but yeah. you can see the bit of belief cut getting back into the lads and just. As young players again overcoming the setbacks and <laughs> and starting again in the last two performances we've had, I felt we should have um, probably picked up maximum points really, but we haven't. But um, that is football so, yeah, for you. So that is football for you. Absolutely, and um yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm I'm really confident going into Saturday. But like I said, like I am most games of sometimes of. I'd be a bit stupid, but that's the belief I do have in <laughs> in, in the players.
0: Yeah, what is there's nothing wrong having belief in your own team, is there, John? Let's be honest. That's you know. yeah. so, um, no, good, mate. I'm really looking forward to it on Saturday. Um, we'll, we'll meet up Saturday and have a chat as well. Um, and, yeah, really looking forward to it. So, if anybody wants to come along, two o'clock kick-off, subby playing fields. Um, I think they've only really got the one main pitch down there, haven't they? So, you can't really go wrong down there. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I've really enjoyed our chat, John. Um, thanks for joining me on the podcast. Um, yeah, you really thanks for appreciate inviting it. me. And um, we will catch up again soon, yeah? Yeah,
1: that sounds great.
0: And as I say every time that I do a podcast, if um, thanks to anybody, everybody who downloads it. Really appreciate it. If anybody's listening and they would like to get their club on and have a chat about their club, you're more than welcome. Just drop me a message on Twitter. Um but and wherever you're off to this weekend for a game.